Thought Bubble Audio. Look, up in the sky! You will never find the more wretched hive of scum and villainy. Welcome to Beer with Geeks with Tim and Frank. Who are you? I'm Batman. I am Iron Man. Your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Hi, Christopher. I'm Nero. My name is Inigo Montoya. You're a wizard, Harry. A couple of guys with a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia. Make it so, number one. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. Name the dog in the ant. Life finds a way. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. Now sit back and crack open a cold one. Because it's time for Beer with Geeks. It comes in pints? Shaken, not stirred. Great Scott! I was way off. I knew it started with an S, though. Hi, and welcome to Beer with Geeks, where two geeks geek out with beer. I'm Tim, and with me, as always, is my menacing co-host, Frank. Hello. Hello. You're very menacing to the evening. Thank you. To evening. This evening. Or morning, sometimes or afternoon. Sometimes I forget whenever the letter H and how it should fit into words yeah. and sometimes sentences. Yeah, well, that's okay. Yeah, it is. Uh, tonight, Frank and I are drinking a good old Jameson um, because I didn't have any beer in my house. Irish whiskey. <laughs> Irish, good old Irish Cheers. whiskey. Cheers. Um, that is the end of Beer with Geeks. It's confusing when we cheer before the end. That's true. Like, it just that's does, true. It's not going to work out the same way that we want it to. Um, so, Frank, I've been watching a lot of um, television recently. Um, yes. because I'm a single lonely male and no, that's Aww. actually not true. Um, I am not male at all. And right. so, yeah, I was going to say, it's jokes. Don't lie to the people. Disc. <laughs> uh, Bazinga. And Bazinga. Bazinga. So, but no, I've actually been, but I've been, I've been watching a fair bit of comic television and all these, uh, DC heroes keep cropping up. Uh, yeah. you know, cause it's mostly DC on television. I mean, I'm in the middle of Jessica Jones right now, which, uh, uh will probably well, be. We're talking about very soon. I, I, pro- I might be even be done with by the time this episode comes out. Actually, so you probably will be. Yeah. I probably will be because I'm very close to completion. Yeah. Um, but the, um, uh, I was thinking of like, you have, I mean, you have Flash on TV and you've got Reverse Flash and now yes. Zoom and you've got Grodd oh, his... and Captain Cold and you go to Arrow and you've got Damian Dark and you've got Rachel Ghoul and you've got Dark, uh, Deathstroke and uh, Deadshot and like all these movies are coming out. All the just, dead death people. All the death. They're so confusing sometimes. And it confuses me. Yeah. And so we've never really talked about this. So like, I think I have answers for you. Yeah. Actually, that would be an interesting way. If I can tell you who I think your favorite Ooh. villains are. And so I want to know who your favorite villains are because we talk – like we know our favorite heroes. Yeah. Like you know – I know yours is Superman. You know mine is Batman. Right. We both share a great love of the Flash. Yes, and, you know, do. In the DC pantheon. But villains, you know, you would assume they come from your hero's favorites – but that might not always not be always. the case. Not yeah. always. And so I want to see if I can guess your favorite Oh, this villains. is interesting. Okay. okay, this is good. This is actually better than I planned it yeah. two minutes ago before we started recording. So, <laughs> <laughs> so much prep work. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And so. Well, I mean, it's just we're on the fly. We're loose. We're on the we're fly. Loose. We're on the We're floosing on the flyzies. Yeah. yeah. See, now I'm just adding Fs yeah, into you're, words. You're adding letters that weren't there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's just, you know, this is when we started doing this podcast, right? It, just to take a step back, it really was because we were like, hey, you know, we have such fun conversations um, just when we hang out every week. 
Why not right. just record them and let people enjoy them? And if they like them, they like them. And if not, that's fine. Right. And then they stuck a microphone in front of my face. And right. I was like, I don't know how to say things. But, well, no, no, no. But what I mean but is. But I had a few drinks after work. And so yeah, I'm ready all to right. Go. So you're floosin. I'm floosin flammy. All right. Because <laughs> I have a cold. <laughs> yeah. Floosin flammy. Yeah. Uh huh. I drove you here. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm safety. That's field. terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> it's all an act, folks. It's all an act. <laughs> so nothing to be afraid of. Nothing to be ashamed of. All right. So I'm going to guess your, fa- your favorite all time, okay. I think, is Lex Luthor. Um, no. Yeah, see, this is, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, no. This is good because you would assume it's Lex Luthor because of your affinity for Superman. Right. So who is your favorite? I'm only uh, going to get one guess per round. Okay. By the way. Yeah. Um, I, my favorite. Now, I know this is asking, like, what's your favorite movie? Or what's your favorite television yeah, show? Yeah, it's hard. It is definitely right hard. What's your favorite book? It's very difficult. It is definitely very hard. Um, Our first world problems are very real. Yes. So, yeah. Yes. I, I think my favorite would actually be maybe um, like a Sinestro. Sinestro's your favorite? Sinestro or, or an Anti-Monitor. Wow. Now, when you say a Sinestro or, or an Anti-Monitor... Mm-hmm. Behold the like, shelf of anti-monitors. Yeah, right. Choose, Choose one, my one son. of your multiverse. No, no. I, I think or, it's either Sinestro or the anti-monitor. Wow. Now, okay, so let's start with Sinestro because I, I dig Sinestro. I yeah. love Sinestro. Yeah, yeah, But he's not my favorite, so tell okay. me So tell me why. Um, I love the fallen from grace, like the good guy who, who turned bad. Mm-hmm. I love the, I like kind of the mythology there of like the almost like Satan, you know, like like fallen angel type mm-hmm. thing. Um so like good cop turned bad. Um I love his vendetta against the Green Lantern Corps. Yep. There's a real like there's a real dry. hatred and a real disdain. Um, and I really, really love like those stories come from such a like, not that I can relate, like not that there's anything that like, oh, I used to love you and now I hate you. Like, I don't have anything like that in my mm-hmm. life, but I understand it in a way. Like, I yes. guess I'm just a psychopath, Tim. Um, no, no, I don't, I don't, I don't have anything like that that I can relate it to in my real life, but it just speaks to me in a way. Like, I just really, really enjoy that kind of story of like the, the, the tragedy of uh because that's what like it's it is like a shakespearean tragedy or something we're so, like shows so this shakespearean yeah. good guy turned bad um who now you know has has dedicated his life to um you know um revenge on the people who wronged yep. him yep 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 no you i think you really you've captured something there with sinestro because he's not just because you you went back and forth with the anti monitor and not new fifty two anti monitor no original you're talking original original monitor because crisis anti monitor new fifty two anti monitor is like tearing it up he yeah. is oh, yeah. so yeah so badass it's great I like that one more than the original anti monitor yeah. but yeah I can see that but Sinistro you can kind of you empathize with in this weird in way a weird like way, yeah. you shouldn't empathize exactly. with him exactly you're like you're a, a terrible not human mm-hmm. being because you're not human. Right. You're a terrible alien. Mm-hmm. You're a terrible alien being. Mm-hmm. And I don't sympathize with you on a way that like, oh, you know, I want to control the galaxy through fear kind of thing. But like you have real emotions. Yeah. I mean, I believe his motivations and real motivations. I believe in them. I believe in them. And so, yeah, I'm totally with you on that. I think he maybe has one of the best 
one of the best villain origin stories, like like a, a well formed and believable origin story. Tell me this origin story. Uh well, he was a Green Lantern. Yes, he was. He was a Green Lantern. And uh one time somebody squirted mustard in his eye and he was like, I like yellow and then he wore <laughs> yellow forever. <laughs> That was, that was it. Now, this is what makes... Like, why doesn't my ring work anymore when I have now, yellow in my now face? Now, this is what makes Sinistro a really interesting person, because getting mustard in your eye would make you think that you would hate the color yellow forever, but, but he owned it. Well, he was like... He it was a challenge for him. Yellow. He was like, yeah. my ring doesn't work. My green ring doesn't work when there's mustard in my I should make a ring that works with yellow. Man, the 50s was a weird time weird for superheroes time. and uh, their villains. I kid, but, yeah. that, but the mustard thing really did happen in the Silver Age. <laughs> A lot. No, you <laughs> no. I thought you made that up on the spot. Well, okay, no. So, no, okay. so, so, okay. So, more. well, in like the Silver Age, right? The 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 idea that the Green Lantern um, had a weakness, and the weakness was things that were yellow. Yes. That well, the was original Green Lantern was was weak for wood. Yes. The the actual thing, not metaphorical wood or anything. Wink, 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 like that. Um, but actual, you know, wood trees made him and weak stuff. in the knees. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Uh, yes, trees and stuff. That was the Alan Scott Green Lantern. Yes, and so but, Hal Jordan Green Lantern, the recreation, uh, the Julie Schwartz recreation mm-hmm. from the fifties. Yes, continue. Yeah, his weakness was the color yellow, but there wasn't really a good solid explanation. I think there was some explanation, but it was it was basically just like, oh, it's another color, and that makes him weak. And so, like, right. Anytime he came out, like that was his his downfall. Was like, I mean, we're lamer than kryptonite. People complain about kryptonite. Super lamer than lame. kryptonite. It's like Super anything lame. yellow, you can't defeat it. So, like, there would literally be villains who would like like squirt mustard at him and yep. stuff like that. The That's be- a real thing that would happen. The best. The best stop of this was all-star batman and robin in which batman invited green lantern to have a conversation with him and the whole room was yellow <laughs> and and he and robin were in yellow costumes with <laughs> yellow face paint on and he offered him lemonade and like all it was the best it's That's so amazing. it took it to the next level Just it like, was great and, and poking fun at it and obviously super poking fun at so it because that's what frank miller so real does yeah, he does right. real well that's right um but but yes, the, so yeah, the mustard thing. So the must that was the mustard thing. Um, but but you know, in more recent years, the explanation um, is parallax, and parallax is this being that that it deals with fear, and so the green right. rings you're, run on will. Yellow, your yellow belly thing. You know, right. you're a coward. You're right. fear. Yellow yeah. fear, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So so parallax is a, is a being of fear, and. Um, uh, and that is what undoes willpower. It's fear. Fear can shake your willpower and can undo the green. The yellow fear undoes the green of. It's amazing how a happy accident can really transform into some they, kind of like they rewrote it beautifully. Mythology, like truly, yeah. they 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 justified it really well. And it, it's like they justice leagued it. They, they just a, justice leagueified it, and it's great now. Um, so anyway, uh, Sinestro becomes. Takes on this uh, after Hal Jordan is in, you know taken over by Parallax and he's kills all these you know he's he's part of the destruction of Coast City and all these terrible things happen. Well, um, but uh, no, Cyborg Superman, Cyborg Superman, but oh sorry, yes you're right, uh, Coast yeah, City, but but he goes. That's what that's what snaps sets him off. That's what sets you're him right, off. You're right, you're right. The yes, deep yes, end afterward. Right? Um, but the, yes, that's when he becomes this evil guy and mm-hmm. Sinestro. Years later, starts this this Sinestro core right. that has at its core it has the fear, the parallax fear thing at its core. So anyway, enough about Sinestro. Yeah, What's, what uh, I want to guess what your favorite villain feel, is. Feel free. So feel free. I don't want to fall in the same trap that you did, but I really do feel like your favorite DC villain probably is a Batman villain. 
and I feel like it might be the Joker. It's not the Joker. Okay, actually, you right. know, it's good. That's it's that same it's that same problem because you're like you think like okay, well, your favorite hero is Superman, yeah, so it must yeah. be Lex Luthor is your favorite supervillain. Oh, or wait a second, wait a second. Go ahead. Is it Ra's al Ghul? Ra's al Ghul. I love me some good Ra's al Ghul, but he's but it's not, not my favorite. Oh wow. Okay. Okay. He's okay. Now I'm really favorite. now I'm really intrigued. Okay. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Darkseid is my favorite DC supervillain. Ooh. Darkseid is by far the coolest supervillain oh, I could okay. ever good hope choice. for. Good choice. There's something about... Um, Mary. Man, yeah, there really was a lot of... <laughs> <laughs> um, there's something about Darkseid that captured my imagination when I was a kid. Yes. And I first was introduced to him, Superman, the animated series... And um, there's the two-parter episode called Apocalypse Now. Yes. On that. And there's actually, if you turn around, you're going to see Darkseid in the comic uh, Apocalypse yes. Now. Yeah, you get it? You get Apocalypse. it, kid? You get it, kid? Got it. Um, And so, but, but in that episode, Superman is utterly defeated. Mm-hmm. Super, uh, spoilers for a show that's been out for 20 years, but you know what? We're going to yeah, carry right. on. So... Um, and Superman is utterly defeated. And at the end of this two-part episode, Darkseid is returning back to Darkseid is returning back to Apocalypse, not because Superman defeated him, but because New Genesis showed up. So mm. basically, for people who don't know, Darkseid is basically like Satan, and he controls this planet called Apocalypse, and he's basically this overlord dictator type thing of this planet. And, and Apocalypse is basically hell. Apocalypse is basically hell. And there's New Genesis, which is its opposite, which is kind, kind of, of heaven, heaven, but not really. Not it's just really. the opposite of yeah. Apocalypse, but it's not really – like it's a good place – but it, it's not a great place, and there's still political backstabbing and everything. The mythology created by Jack Kirby, notwithstanding, is superb. But with Darkseid particularly, there's something about this, megalom- this megalomaniac who is just as content standing there with his arms behind his back, standing mm-hmm. there staring into a fire as he is punching you in the face. Mm-hmm. But when he punches you in the face, your skull is going to be obliterated mm-hmm. to a tiny little shred of nothingness. Um, but there's this moment at the end of that episode of Apocalypse Now, and you know what I'm talking about. I know exactly what you're talking and, about. And um, Michael Ironside, who voices this character, which I credit to this day as the reason why I like this character so much, is oh, because awesome. of Michael, Michael Ironside, Ironside nice. who is the best. And he... Um, he says, cherish your, mo- cherish your moment of triumph, Superman. But remember, victory has its price. And he, um, with his Omega Beams, he zaps, what's his face there, the cop, um, who's Jan, Dan Turpin. Turpin. Uh, he, Turpin. He zaps Dan Turpin and kills him, and that's the end of the, that's basically the end of the episode. And that was such a, like, a groundbreaking moment for me as a child because this is the, like, the hero. This is the hero. This is the Watchmen moment for me. Oh. You know what I mean? Like the heroes lost. Yes, they won. Yeah, but, but they lost. lost. They absolutely what, is that the final lost. Final crisis moment for you? Yeah, you're so funny. Yeah. If shut up. No, um, I know. I actually don't mind Final Crisis when you look at it in a complete set, and I know people are like screaming, like, <laughs> "How dare you say that? It is a triumph of." You know, we should talk about Final Crisis sometime. Sometime, yeah, I'd have to reread it. Um, I might change my opinion on it. I've been known to do that flip flop. Um, 
but Dark Side, I think, is my favorite. I think he's a the, his simplistic design, his desire to not just control the universe. It's not his desire is not to control the universe by his will, but by taking away yes. free will. Yes, it's, yes. It's, it's his search for the anti-life equation, this mm-hmm. idea that free will disappears, and I think maybe that's why I like. Maybe why I like Final Crisis because this is okay. Dark Side winning. Okay, this idea that like he did, and I like that story. And I'm kind of, I'm really sick to death of dystopian stories right now. Like I'm real tired of. I like, love a good dystopian it's story. A t- it's a terrible future and stuff. Yeah, too much of it going it's on. It's a lot of it going on. That's too probably much. because we're comic fans and we've been reading about That's dystopian hi- stories long before That's they were true. popular. Yeah, like popular in the culture as they are now with stuff like Hunger Games and yeah, um, Divergent series and stuff like that. Can I ask you a quick, quick aside? I promise, quick. Yeah. Um, do you find that as a comic book fan, and, and this is maybe a little unfair because you are also a teacher and you study English and literature, but but do you find that as a comic book fan specifically, does your comic book um, perspective make it so that when you're watching sort of pop culture stuff, you are able to predict what's going to happen a lot more easily Extremely. than people around Extremely. you? Extremely. Yeah. I have, an unhe- yeah. I have an unhealthy way of predicting what's going to happen. And I'm not particularly good at like sort of – I try to live in the moment and watch things and just mm-hmm. sort of enjoy them. But, but lately I have been finding that like especially if I watch something with my fiance, I'll be like – Oh, this is about to happen, and she's like, "How did you know that?" And I'm like, "Because I've seen it in comics a million I've times, seen it a million times, yeah. a million yeah. times." Okay, interesting. It's it's so what what non comic if, if a writer is a non comic reader, I find that a lot of times they go, "Oh, this is a great idea," and they but write it's down, been done, and it is a great idea. Yes, but it's been but it's been done. done. Yes, and it doesn't make it any less a great idea. No, it doesn't. It might Absolutely. still be great execution. If they've never been if they've never seen it before, right. and it's just like the thing is right. coming from from their own pers- their own mind and their own perspective and whatever else. But it's like if you, I can I can see your telegraphing a mile away. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and, that's exactly what I'm saying. I was actually just watching Gotham last night okay. with a, a friend of mine and uh and I was saying oh well this is be- like this and this and this and he's a comic fan too and so he he get like he's looking at it and seeing it now this is a comic show right. mind you right 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 um but we were like oh well but this is like because he's doing this and like this and blah 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 and we were right and he was more right than I was but it was a little bit different than I thought and okay. I said now that's good writing because yeah. I really I really thought you telegraphed it, and I was wrong. Nice, and that nice. was a nice little applaud to me. Good little bit of misdirection. Yeah, a lot of real good misdirection. But you're right; you can see it coming a yeah. mile away. Yeah, I was thinking. I was watching the leftovers um, on HBO's leftovers. Yeah, and uh, I don't want to spoil it because it's a recent episode. But you know, there was just a situation where a, a character was uh, was in a sort of a fantasy situation and didn't realize that they were in not in reality. And you and were like, "Oh, well, I was instantly like this yeah. is obviously he is. This is not really happening." And I can I know how we have to get out of this to get him back to reality. Like I I, I saw them lay out the breadcrumbs and I saw where we were going early in the episode and I, I said it out loud. And my fiance was like, "There's no way you're right," and I was right. <laughs> That's it. So, yeah. yeah, you yeah. know you're. Yes, yeah. it's it's yeah, it is it is what it is. But it's okay because yeah, yeah. comics continually break those boundaries for me. And there's something about the medium that allows them to do that. Yes. And so if people are catching up on TV a little bit later, so they're catching up on TV a little bit later. Yeah, it's exactly. No That's big fine. deal. Yeah. It's no big deal. But the fact that I can have a conversation about King Shark with people. Yes. And I'd be like, yeah, I've read a bunch of King Shark stories. But they're like, when he grabbed the like the flash at the end of that episode, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it was amazing. 
Yeah. yeah, and we can we can share this moment between us. That's that. I love it. It's real. Nice. I love that. So I'm gonna guess your second favorite villain. Okay. Um, but I, I need a clue here because there's a lot in the DC pantheon that we're not going to to, to hit on. Um, uh, and I'm gonna so give me a hero. It, it is that, Superman. Villain. It is a Superman villain. It's Brainiac. Uh, yeah, actually, yes. yeah, yes. you just yes. you just actually changed my mind by reminding me how much I love Brainiac because <laughs> it was gonna be Lex Luthor. But, but but all of a sudden you're like, but, but Brainiac's but you, actually you better. Reminded me how much I love Brainiac. Um, and this goes back to uh, watching the Superman the Animated Series series premiere on on the WB mm-hmm. low these many years ago in 1996. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I remember it was a Sunday night, and they showed yep. two or three episodes back to back. I think it might have been a 90 minute premiere. I think, I think it might have been three episodes. And it is basically the origin story. It's basically a movie. You know, when you put three episodes, three half hour episodes together. Yeah. You're looking at a movie, basically. And it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I remember this. I, I remember Clancy Brown did like the, the, even like the announcements. I remember the announcements going in and out of commercial. Yeah. I remember like the Superman logo sweeping across the screen. screen. And Clancy Brown going like, we now return to the world premiere of Superman. And I was just so excited because I was a little kid and there was freaking Superman on my television and he was going to be there every week. Yeah. So Brainiac plays a large, large role in the whole series, but in particular in that premiere. Yeah, huge. And huge. that's that's like you. I'm sure like you and that is my version of Brainiac. That is my definitive version of Brainiac. Yeah. That's the voice I hear when I read Brainiac in comics. Yeah, this like dead, like yeah. the deadness of it. Yeah. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hal. A little bit, yeah, hell, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah. I, 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 it's very much hell, actually. Um, but I love, I love that version of Brainiac, and I love the villain because of that. I mean, um, you know, the whole in, in that continuity, he Brainiac is uh, Joel created Brainiac, mm-hmm. um, yep. and Brainiac destroy takes over, becomes pervasive everywhere and across the whole planet. And causes the destruction of Krypton, and he is mm-hmm. manipulating Jor-el and the rest of the Council and the rest of the planet. He's manipulating everyone else against Jor-el, like he's telling them Jor-el is lying, and then he's telling Jor-el like, "Oh, we need to, uh, we you know we need to do this, that, and the other thing." Um, and and he he turns them against each other, and then he causes the destruction of the planet. Yeah, and he travels away. You know, with not even with Kal El, but he travels away from the planet to go on and conquer other worlds. Um, do they do? Do they do uh, Bottle City of Candor in that show? I don't think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. Did they? Maybe did, they did, did it in did, Justice League. But did Brainiac do it in that version of the story? I don't. I don't remember if they did. You know, it's actually been a long time since I've seen that series. Yeah. I should go back and watch it. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, it used to be. Yeah, I should really go right. back and watch it. I don't think that series was ever as good as Batman the Animated Series. It had something about it that was a little. I watched more of it than I watched Batman the Animated Series, I and watched... I'm biased because I'm just a Superman I guy. watched both about the equal. I think I watched both equally. Oh, okay. Particularly when Batman, Batman went over to Kids WB, yes. and they had the Batman Superman hour. Yes, which yes. Was just the bomb. That was amazing. That was the that best. was amazing. That's that's where I yeah. saw the bulk of my Batman. From when they did that, when it was on Fox, I didn't really see that much of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but then once it moved over, that's yeah, that's when I yeah, saw more of it. That, that's yeah. stuff. Oh man, that was good stuff. Um, but yeah, so Brainiac is, and, and just like the the Jeff Johns Brainiac story is some of the best. 
Yeah, stuff. you love it. I yeah. love it so much that it's like my favorite era. You know, this is my favorite era mm-hmm. of like Superman comics. Like so much, so much love for that. I can read that anytime. Um, yeah, I got that that hardcover signed by by Jeff Johns. Um, uh, well, when we met when we met him, and it was just it was mm-hmm. great. It was great. Um, so yeah, I got, I, a, I, I got the Brainiac. I got a Brainiac book signed by him too. Mm-hmm. Actually, I got the one where they remember it's Clark and Pa Kent drinking beer outside yeah. the farm. Yeah, and everyone was like, "You can't have Superman drinking beer." Yeah, and well, so com- they went, it was still under the comics code at the time, I think. Yeah, and so they went yeah. back and they had to have it say root beer. Yeah, but I have an original of him that was nice. the beer one. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good times. So Brainiac is a really, really cool, um, cool villain. I, I, it was years before I saw that. Oh, what's that like the direct DVD movie where like Brainiac was actually like like the alien Brainiac? Like, yeah. I mean, it was it was the it was the 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 AI this, of this, Brainiac, but the, in a the Superman Unbound movie is that the one you're talking no, about? The one with Supergirl? No, no, no. I'm talking about the one that came out. It was like still a Bruce Tim one. Oh yeah, I remember that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It yeah. might have been called Superman Brainiac. I don't remember what it's what it's called. Do you want to use your one lookup? Uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. but anyhow, um, so I remember that coming out a few years later and, and watching that and being like, "But Brainiac's just a computer; he can't be in a body, right?" Um, but but yeah, I really, I love me some Brainiac. So yeah, that's that's my number two. Um, now to guess yours, yeah, I guess mine. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you say that and you stare at me, petting a cat. <laughs> I a did very blow. I did pick up my cat. Go ahead, Mister Bond. Uh, feel free to check. To feel free. By the to, way, it's Superman Brainiac Attacks from 2006. Attacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, My cat is not white and fluffy, for those of you wondering no, how he's much blow fell. But he is, is pretty fluffy. Not white. Pretty, pretty fluffy. fluffy because he's the cutest cat in the whole world. Speaking of villains yeah. that are fluffy. Oh, uh, no. What? Okay. So give me a, uh, give me the hero of your second choice villain. You know, I, I have a I have a weird I have a weird toss up with this because I, it's this moment where y- you go like oh shoot like maybe it is this one yeah, you yeah, had yeah. this moment with the Lex pr- Luthor yeah, yeah. and so uh, they're kind of like an all of DC villain both of them but okay. they one is more the one that I think I think is more particularly associated with Batman um, but can be an all Justice League villain, all DC villain. Other people have fought them in the past. Have we mentioned them so far tonight? I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, come on. Um, I can't do that, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> a Batman villain who has been fought by the Justice League or by other heroes. Yeah, yeah yes, we mentioned them earlier tonight. Fine. Okay. Yes. Uh, so is it the Joker? No, it's still not the Joker. I love the Joker, but it's not. he doesn't hit my top two. Okay. So is it Rach? Yeah, it's Rach. Okay. Yeah, it's Rach okay. Al Ghul. Okay. Uh, I feel yeah. better. I feel better that at least, you know, I, I thought he was your number one, but at least he's your number two. I feel like I'm not that far off. Yeah, no, you're not that far off. I love me some Rach Al Ghul. Hardcore. Yeah. He's got a cool, he's got a cool name. Yes. He's got a cool mission. Yes. He's got a cool look. Yep. He's got a cool daughter. It's got, <laughs> he's got a cool league, you know, that's not fantasy. Of all um, the leagues in DC of Comics, all the leagues, it is the second is the, league. He is the greatest league. Yeah. And so. League of his own. The, you know, there's no crying in the League of Assassins. <laughs> there's no crying in the League of Assassins. Or the League of Shadows. Or the League of Shadows. Yeah. I'm not about that life. Me neither. Um, so. I love me some Raish, and here's why. And it comes down to two words, and his name is David Warner. Ah, uh, okay. David Warner was the voice of Raish Al Ghul in Batman the Animated Series, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Batman 
with the adventures of Batman and Robin, mm-hmm. Batman Adventures, and Batman Beyond. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of Rachel Ghoul. And he 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 is that voice. You know, as people will say, Kevin Conroy is that voice to them who's Absolutely. super nice. Frank and I met him. No, yeah. I just well, met him. You weren't there. I, but I met him a few years but ago. I, yes, you but, did. But yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We, yes, you met him alone, but yeah. It was a great what moment. a nice guy what a great moment he's a super great nice, really great guy yeah um but um um and so yeah david warner is that voice to me and as much as i love liam neeson as an actor you're no david warner yeah and that's how much david warner means to me yeah there was something and now it's funny because if you go if i go back and watch those rage episodes of batman the animated series i'm like okay it's great. Yeah. They're fine. But he, as the character... Yeah, his portrayal. His portrayal of the character is what has lasted for me. There's something about this. He's... Rachel Gould comes from the era of Batman in which Batman was James Bond. Yes, that's right. That's... You know, this. he was a globetrotting. He was the globetrotter. He was the great detective and kind of a spy, and he had cool gadgets, and it was this... this The Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams era of Batman is very much Batman as James Bond. And so here's the nice tux, and he's at this party, and he meets this, you know, this, you know, this wonderful, you know, this woman who he who he charms, and then he goes after this terrorist organization and blah, 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 all this different stuff. That's the Rachel Ghoul of uh, in in my brain and that's just oddly real in today's mm. world in a scary way oddly mm. but it, at the same way I can maybe it's because I understand that character in that sense and so and as much as like I said I like I liked Liam Neeson's portrayal in Batman Begins and the little bit in Dark Knight Rises and mm-hmm. blah, blah blah and I liked you know the training and the the League of Shadows thing because if you call them League of Shas- a League of Assassins in in a movie you're like well obviously you're obviously you're an evil organization right right you know at least <laughs> shadows are ambiguous yeah yeah so um but um but I uh I can't think of the guy who played him on Arrow now his name escapes me um. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna actually use my look up. Yeah, I'm gonna use my look up for it. this. It's worth it. Worth it because I never use my look up, and That's I'm true. gonna use it for this. You leave a lot of lookups on the table. I do. I don't think they they assemble that way. Um, but um, but he really he really takes his portrayal. Whoever whoever he is, whoever he may be, whoever he may be, and I'll tell you in approximately five. Four, three, so exciting. Two, Matt Nabel. Thank Matt you. Nabel. Yeah, Matt Nabel. Uh, Matt Nabel's portrayal. That was the Rachel Ghoul I wanted to see on the uh, on the screen. Yeah. Here's this. I here's this organization of ninjas and of assassins. And here's my big green robe. And here's my sword. And here's mm-hmm. all these things. Mm-hmm. And like that's the guy. This is the one that's gonna grab yeah. a sword in his hand. Yes. And be like. I got this, and now I'm going to stab mm-hmm. you and kick you off a cliff. You know, like, this. that's the Rachel Ghoul that I so much, it's very much associate a, with. I mean, like, no... Not associate with, but the one I associate with the comics. Yeah, 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 right, right, right. Yes, it is a, it is a closer, I would say, a closer adaptation. Um, the Liam Neeson one is... is He's less badass in a way. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like he's, he is. Which is so and, weird and, because it's Liam Neeson. Yes. Yeah. Yes, but he's not as... Liam Neeson in a post-Taken world would yeah. have played that part yes. better. Yes, yes, but now he's too old. 
Yes, I I agree. But I don't think when 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 that reveal comes in that film, I go, well, I mean, I knew it was coming, Mm -hmm. you know. And so, but at the even even though I didn't know the spoiler, like, but when I watched the movie, I was like, oh, but he's got the little thing. He's got his little goatee, and he's standing at the side. It's like it's obviously him. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, but I watched it and I went even, but like his turn, I'm like. But you're not. I don't believe you as this mm-hmm. guy that wants mm-hmm. to destroy a city. I just, do I just have, don't. Do you think that's because it's, it's Liam Neeson and you no, know Liam I, Neeson? No, I don't think so. No. I mean, Liam and I go way back, and I mean, he's a real nice guy, and we were, we mm-hmm. were in a, you know, we were in the teachers' league together and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and you know, like whatever else. But then he punched a kid in the face, and that was the end of that. True, <sighs> true well. story. Yeah. Um, and so, really, look it up. I'm not even kidding. It's a true Wait, story. really? Yeah, you didn't he know this? He punched the kid in the face? Yeah, he punched the kid in the face. I think, I'm pretty sure that's how it went. He was a teacher. He was a teacher? Yeah, and, he he, punched and a kid, kid was given a problem, so he punched him in the face. Oh, my and he God. Was like, and he kept continuing teaching, but he was like, hmm, maybe this isn't for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. I'm pretty sure that's how that story goes. He's pretty wow. open about it now. He'll talk about it, but. Wow. Well, we both use our one lookup, so we can't. So you guys are just going to have to look it up for yourselves. It's on your own, people. You're on, on your, your own. own. Um, but, you're, yeah, I just didn't – he wasn't badass enough. I just didn't believe – he was too much of an Obi-Wan mentor yes, for, me, yes, to, for me to be like, Obi-Wan just turned on Luke Skywalker. Yeah. I don't believe I, it. Yeah, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and that's – I think that was that's the, the problem. That was the problem yeah. with it. Yeah. Even though, you know, because was like, I don't have to save you. Yeah, yeah. I'm breathing my mouth on a Batman. <laughs> I'm wearing hockey pads, so you guys play without me. You know, like whatever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very good. Go all day. I could just. <laughs> I know you can. I'm just gonna cut you off right Christian there. Bale, um, yeah. So, uh, do you want to name? We're not gonna go into detail, but want to name just like two or three names off the top of your head that you would have mentioned. We're not gonna go into detail, but just name them. Uh yeah. Yes. Yes, I have two. I two. I can okay. do. I can do two them without off. like really thinking of it. Deathstroke. Okay. I love me some Deathstroke and Gorilla Grodd. Ah, Gorilla Grodd, very good choice. I love. There's nothing like a telepathic gorilla mm-hmm. gets me going. That's like, pretty cool. Yeah, Gorilla Grodd. It's a great. It's the alliteration of it. And even Gorilla Grodd. Yeah. yeah. I love me some Gorilla Grodd. So go ahead, give me yours. Um, I am. I'm actually gonna say, um, Superboy Prime. Oh, Superboy Prime. Right? Oh, he's such a... We don't swear on this podcast. I know. But he, I'm going to say it now. He No, I won't say it. No. No, I won't say it. No. Come yeah, on. He's, he's such a... Yeah, he's such a dick. <laughs> yeah. He is. He's such a dick donner. He, yeah. Yep, that's it. He's such a dictator. He's All right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Richard Tater. Yeah, he's yeah. A, oh, so he's a Richard Tater. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, yeah. He, oh, Superboy Prime. Good oh, choice. Man. Yeah. Oh. Superboy Prime is, is Gets me going like Yeah, man. Gets me going like Umbridge yeah. in Harry Potter. Like, oh, I just want to strangle you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You love to hate him. Yeah. Love to hate him. So that's a good one. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. What's the next one? Um actually I might just leave it there. That's that's no, so good. Why so I mean like good. anybody else is not gonna be as good, so I'm gonna leave it there. So good. Lex Luthor. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, Lex right let me on. mention Lex, yeah, and Lex is, is great. Lex is, is probably my number three, realistically. Yeah. But but um but Superman, Superboy Prime, Superman Prime, as it became later. Um, yeah, no, Superboy, but it's the no, boy it's Superboy Prime. Prime. It's Superboy Prime. Yeah. Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, man. 
Good choices. Good stuff. Good choices. Good talk. I could absolutely keep going with this too. I could if I gave it. If I really, gave we it should do this again. We should yeah, do a, a, a part time. two. We should do this with Marvel too. Yeah, let's do we should Marvel. Have to do it with a Marvel thing. Tell us, tell us what your favorites are. Yes. Um, you know, you can tweet us at at Beer with Geeks or. Um, Facebook.com slash Beer with Geeks or emails at Beer with Geeks at gmail.com. Tell us what your favorite, um, tell us what your favorite villains are from the DC universe because there's some, there's some great ones out there. And it doesn't matter if you came to them because you're watching the TV shows or you're watching just the movies or you're reading the comics or what. It doesn't matter because that they're still your favorite. Like if Heath Leather Joker is your favorite Joker, fine. He's your yeah, favorite Joker. That's great. That's awesome. We love to hear that. I love, I love me some Riddler, but I didn't even talk about him. Apparently my sister's favorite. Um, my sister's favorite Batman villain is a Riddler. She just told me that the oh. other day, and she's not a comic book reader or anything no. like that. But she was like, "But she grew up with you guys." She's like, so. I love the Riddler, and I was like, "You should watch Gotham this season because mm. if you love the Riddler, like that is that is your place to be." Um, I have a review here mm. for us um, from our friend Alan Fire, um, who is our friend, uh, who is our friend Tim over at the. Um, uh, Suicide Squadcast, Squadcast, which is a great place for all your DC news and entertainment. You yeah, should man. check them out. They're great. If you like us, you'll definitely like them. Um, sometimes it's weird. It's like listening to a parallel version of ourselves. It is. I mean, one of them's even named Tim. I know, but he's but he but Tim sounds like you. I know. It's funny. And it, it kind of weirds me out but, when I listen to it. But yeah. they're not as good at dub smash warring as we are. So, no, you, you know, are. They definitely you lost know, us. So better at the dub so... smash war. You know what are you gonna do? I know they're like a less good version of us, yeah, but still I pretty agree. good. I, still pretty good. Still pretty good. They're pretty. They're, they're pretty. Pretty. Pretty good. Suicide Squad guest. Check but um. But anyway, um. Now I got a five star review from Alan, in which he says, "Okay, I'm very late to the beer with geeks party, but that's okay." Because I'm slowly working my way through all of the Tim and Frank's past shows. Thank you. Now I know who's downloading our past shows. <laughs> These guys are so easy and fun to listen to. Hearing them talk has reminded me of so many things I have forgotten about or informed me about things I need to check out. It is now on my bucket list to have a beer with these guys and talk about the geek stuff we should love so much. Ah, we should. Ah, I wish we lived closer. I know, man. I know. I well, know. if we ever, well, we should have them on the show sometime. That'd yes, be a lot of fun. I agree. We should. Ha- we'll have a great time, and we'll have. Um, they can have a beer wherever they they live, and we'll have a beer wherever we live. Because I don't know where I live. Oh wait, we're in my house right now. Oh Never whoa. Mind. Um. So, but I think until next time, that is our show. And so, until you, I say, cheers. Cheers. For real this time. Ha <laughs> ha.